everybody. The clouds are out. We're in the house. And you're here now. So grab a seat, y'all. Come on. Get comfortable. Today, it is your boy, D'Angelo, a.k.a. Kumo D. I'm going solo on this one only because we've been talking about starting something new, which is essentially starting manga reviews. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I might be the person who reads the most manga out of all of us. So I figured I would spearhead the first one. So why not? You guys get me today. Cool. And while this is going on, I gotta say there is going to be a spoiler warning in effect because I'm going to be talking about One Piece chapter 1094, which is the most recent chapter until October 15th. Yeah, October 15th when 1095 comes out. But this chapter is crazy. Man, we are in the midst of this huge battle to escape Egghead Island. We have Marines swarming the island. We have Captain Bonnie involved. We have pacifistas involved. Sengoku got control of them because it's to a point where it doesn't really seem like the Marines are down the right path. So Sengoku has disagreements with them. Sengoku also has control of the Seraphim and the pacifistas. So now they're helping. They're helping our boys. They're helping the Straw Hats. They're helping Bonnie. And they're helping Vegapunk because Vegapunk needs to get off the island too. So we see, first and foremost, we got to give shout outs to Bonnie because we see Bonnie use this new move. And I don't know if it's confirmed yet if her Devil Fruits Awakened or not. Not very sure, but it might be. We see her use a new move called Near Death Experience. I've never personally seen her do anything like this. I know her fruit controls aspects of age, but I've never seen her age and de-age somebody because that's essentially what this move is she calls it nde and what she did to the marines was she pushed their age all the way to the point where they were uh they were basically a skeleton like a decrepit skeleton and then brought them right back which i mean think about it if that happened to you in the middle of a battle you'd be pretty shooken up so you can only imagine what it did to these marines but on top of that, their commander kind of, it seems like he doesn't necessarily recognize it. Uh, you can interpret it however you want to. But just the way I interpreted his response is, it seems like he didn't really see anything happen. So maybe it's something that just affects the specific marine that it's used on. But let's move on further down the line of this story. So we have Luffy and Kizaru fighting. It seems like Kizaru's starting to run away, which is crazy. It's something we never thought we would have seen. Kizaru moving away from the fight, trying to escape the fight with Luffy, which could mean that either he's running out of time for something else or Luffy's actually overpowering him. It seems like he says, he actually says, Kizaru says in the fight, um, he can't spend all of his time with Luffy or else he won't be able to fulfill his mission. So if he doesn't leave now, then his mission's going to be forfeit. And we know Kizaru, he's going he's gonna to finish his mission. So he's running away from Luffy. And all of a sudden, as he's trying to get away from Luffy, it seems like everyone stops, Kizaru included. And you just see 
well, I guess you can, t they would hear it, but since we're talking about manga and we're reading it, technically I'm thinking in the sense of C, but everyone hears someone say pacifistas stand down and the pacifistas do it, which is weird because there's only a few people who can actually kind of make the pacifistas do anything or give orders that are absolute to the pacifistas. So basically we see someone mention a pentagram like a magic pentagram and it's this pentagram with fives in it and they mention the five elders so obviously we have to see one of the five elders coming up and out of this summoning circle it's saturn like saint j garcia saturn comes up and he's looking absolutely ghastly he's looking crazy he has these huge horns his beard looks like it's crazier than ever before and he's on spider legs and he says he says something around like saying kind of all oh, the surface like it's been it's been a long time which also kind of crazy because he hasn't been to the surface in such a long time that this the earth essentially feels new to him or feels fresh to him. I know that the the five elders and the celestial dragons kind of watch what goes on in the world from a higher up status or a higher place, so to speak. But to kind of hear that they haven't touched regular ground in a minute is strange in itself. But moving on. So we see Saturn with this this new appearance and it, it, it I got to admit it it's confusing because he he shows up he gets in the fray and they tell marines not to look at him they basically say hey you know what whatever happens don't look at him and someone does and his head explodes like boom like saturn's eyes light up and his head is gone this marine's head is just and it's obviously it's just a random marine but still it's crazy so with the eye glint we have to assume this is something that Saturn essentially has to, it's a, a power he has or an asset he has. It's something he controls and he has to activate. But that alone is crazy. Like we, you look at somebody and their head explodes. Like this is just a chapter of straight surprises and craziness. But moving on to Saturn's actual fruit because I'm pretty sure everybody's seen, like, on Twitter, they have a ton of speculations. Um, I don't know if you watch it, but I watch Grand Line Review a lot. He has a lot of really great breakdowns and stuff like that when it comes to One Piece. So I usually go there after I read a chapter and I want a little bit more of an in-depth kind of view. And hopefully we can get to that status one day. Who knows? But anyways, so we, from what I gather, it seems like... His devil fruit is based off this Japanese yokai called an Ushioni, which Ushionis are these kind of bull spider hybrid monsters. And they attack people on the kind of like beachfronts. That's their area. They're shoreline creatures. So they attack people on beachfronts, but they're really, really evil in nature. And they prefer to attack and kill humans. 
So I guess that kind of ties into the the hierarchy, so to speak. They're kind of above humans, especially power-wise and what they can do. So kind of how the five elders are way above regular humans. It kind of all ties in to the supernatural versus the natural. Supernatural basically superseding what the natural order of things is. But as a whole another topic for a whole another day. Let's get back into what it is. So this Ushioni, the power set is essentially they can spit poison. They have venomous fangs from what it seems like. They're very powerful creatures, just body-wise. And then on top of that, the thing that really piqued my interest, and I saw this theory on TikTok, I can't necessarily pinpoint exactly who had the theory. I, I don't 100% remember, but if you've seen it, you've seen it. But this theory is essentially that one of the Ushioni's powers, which this is outside of the theory, this is fact, but one of the Ushioni's powers is it can give people diseases, which crazy. A lot of the time, these diseases are not known to man, so it's very difficult for man to cure, which ties into this theory that Saturn gave Goldie Roger his incurable disease, which led ultimately to Goldie Roger's execution and kind of the start of the worst generation, which it didn't seem like the start of the worst generation was intentional by the five elders, but they wanted to get rid of Goldie Roger to stop his growing, uh, his growing power. So he was growing in power over the new world. He was basically, it seemed like he was close to rivaling the five elders or a celestial dragon in general. With that being the case, they inadvertently started the revolution so the revolution army came the revolutionary army came about the worst generation came about and the new pirate era came about because of goldie rogers death but saturn being the ultimate beginning to this is a crazy twist if that's what oda means but on top of that a secondary theory that comes from this is that since he gave goldie roger that virus or that incurable disease, it's possible that he can give Luffy that incurable disease, which he's trying to snuff out Luffy, obviously, because the five elders know what Luffy's fruit is. They were trying to make sure that it doesn't get into the wrong hands like a revolutionary like Luffy or anyone with the will of D. And it did. So now they want to snuff Luffy out. So Saturn could be there to do what he did to Goldie Roger and give Luffy that incurable disease. But this also ties into Chopper's dream. Because if you guys remember, Chopper's dream is to cure an incurable disease. He wants to make a miracle elixir. He wants to essentially cure everything and anything that could ail a human. So anything that could kill, hurt, or any illness that can cause damage to a human... He wants to cure it. He wants to be the perfect doctor. So with that being the case, it could tie into why Luffy brought Chopper really upon his crew. Because Luffy's whole crew is based around dreams. So Chopper could be there to find a cure to that illness that Saturn may give Luffy. And then 
Chopper would realize his dream at the same time of Luffy potentially becoming King of the Pirates. We don't know that timeline specifically. But crazy, crazy, crazy implications that this has. And then on top of that, there's also other theories that all of the five elders are based off of yokai because Imusama is based off of, I think it's an Umi. It's a Umi yokai, which it's this shadowy yokai that it, the only way you can defeat it is if you trap it in a bottomless barrel. That's the only way you can get away from it. And people are saying that Luffy arrived in a barrel. So it's going to have some connotation as to the beginning is how it ends, so to speak. That phrase that I'm sure you may have heard here and there. But we have Luffy in the beginning coming in the barrel. And that's going to be consequently how things end or coincidentally how things end. Because that same barrel might be the thing that they need to overcome Imusama. But that we haven't gotten to yet. But that would be crazy if that's the case. But I'm not going to hold you guys for too long. I just wanted to have a quick conversation with you. And if you've read the chapter, then I'm pretty sure you guys are in the same hype mode that I am. But if you haven't read it, please do. It's great. It's a crazy twist on our usual One Piece story. There's a lot of like death and potential death in this one, which is one piece is always kind of that wacky, zany sort of anime, but for them to get this real is a little crazy. And watch Grand Line Review's video on it. It was it was really good, actually. I really liked it. Um, no plug. He didn't pay me or anything. I just really like Grand Line Review. But, y'all, we have another video that we're doing, all of us, where we're going to be talking about some Blackbeard theories that we're coming out with pretty soon. So we will catch you guys then. And without further ado, y'all know when the episode ends and there's nothing left to say, all we have left to say is peace. Have a good one.